Soup with Coop is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. At the reunion, the offensive linemen are the only ones that have a chance of looking better. We gain weight, we still look the same, right? All the skinny guys, the running backs and the receivers, chances are they're probably all going to put on at least 20 or 30. There's a lot of running backs and receivers that come in and they look like linemen at the, uh, at the 10-year reunion. I am so excited about my guest today on Soup with Coop. Probably one of the greatest offensive linemen ever to play football. An SEC legend, a future Hall of Famer in college, a future Hall of Famer in the pros, Alan Fanica. Welcome to Soup with Coop, my friend. Thanks for having me. What kind of soup are you having today? I believe we're having a Mediterranean wedding soup. And what's the, do you have a taste it? See, how, how is it? How is it? Well, I snuck one earlier and it was pretty good. Now, are you a soup eater, Alan? Are you a, how many times a week do you think you have soup? <laughs> Probably zero. Uh, but you know, in a month, a couple times, sure, why not, you know? Now, it's easy to see, when I think of Alan Fanica, you think of a six, five and a half, 315 pound, you know, Probably usually a beard. I even I didn't shave her a couple of days ago. I thought maybe you might have a beard. I've seen some pictures of you always a little scruffy. This took me six weeks, so I know. I stayed just for you. I'm very masculine, um, but you know clearly you were uh, you're on a different you're on a different diet than you were back in the uh, in the '90s, to say the least. To say the least. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I when I was playing at some point, I have no idea uh, when it was. I wish I knew. But uh, I just said, you know what, man, when I'm done playing, I'm going to give it a shot. I probably don't need to be 325 the rest of my life, uh, you know, at 44 years old, just uh, living life. So uh, I said, when I'm done, I'm going to give it a shot. And I said it long enough. As soon as I decided I was uh, pretty close to retiring, I just kicked it into gear and started doing it. And uh, it stuck so far. So why did you go with the wedding soup today? I'm just, I, was, I noticed it's very healthy. There's kale in it. There's orzo. Those are probably things that, that were served a lot at the cafeteria back in Baton Rouge when you were trying to put on weight. A lot of orzo rolling around. Um, exactly, exactly. Death Valley. You- you know, uh, you know, it just it seemed like the most appeasing thing that was in the pantry at the moment. And, um, you know, uh, if I'd had a little bit more time, I, m- I might have made a gumbo. That would have been nice. A little gumbo. We had some cold weather here, but it's not really gumbo weather today. And speaking of gumbo, you're a New or- you're born in New Orleans. You're a, you're a New Orleanian. For sure. And how, how long were you here? I know, you know, I know you did some time at John Curtis, but I uh, did some Texas time, too. Yeah. Born and raised, uh, and then uh, between eighth and ninth grade, moved to uh, moved to just outside of Houston, uh, to uh, Richmond, Texas, and uh, went to high school there for four years. Came back to uh, Louisiana to go to LSU, and uh, basically that was our off-season home for most of my career until I retired. And uh, we're not there now, but uh, you know we were there for a couple of years after retirement. Now I like to think of. I must use the term old Allen, which is big lineman, you know, pulling pancake, making and eating Allen and then new Allen. Would old Allen ever, I mean, old Allen ever had a um, Mediterranean wedding soup? No, no, not unless I was trying to impress somebody or someone. uh, But no, old Allen would have not ever known where to start with Mediterranean wedding wedding soup. 
I'm some, I'm kind of hurt that you're not trying to impress me today. I mean, I think I'm impressed. I'm I'm a little bit shocked and I'm kind of backbone. I'm having wedding um, Italian wedding soup. You're having Mediterranean wedding uh-huh. soup, and I think mine is just a a bit less healthy. Kind of well, like I went with the Mediterranean. I had a couple choices in there, and I'm a big fan of hummus. I pretty much will drop anything to eat hummus. So I figured it's got to be good. It's from the same region. This is this is taking a whole new path. Hummus, <laughs> I did not have in my in my list of notes here. What how much I mean you blocked for guys like Jerome Bettis and and Ben Roethlisberger and Farb and how much hummus do you think is in there? Uh, how many times do you think they've ever said hummus, much less eaten hummus? Uh, probably not much. You know, I didn't. I didn't ever see it at the facility. I didn't ever see it at the road at the hotels. It uh, it wasn't around a whole lot. But uh, it is what it is. Alan, I want to remind our viewers what a great player you were. You um, first things first. It's my favorite stat, I and mean, you got a litany of great accomplishments. But you played in two hundred and six. There were two hundred and six games, and you started two hundred and one. I mean. That's answering the bell in probably the most violent spot in, in NFL football. Um, what's the secret, do you think, your longevity and being able to answer the bell every day? Um, first thing is lucky, man. You got to be lucky, right? I mean, just the, the littlest thing can happen uh, and, and you're done, right? I mean, uh, you can miss a game or miss a season. Um, you know, second thing, never stand around the pile. <laughs> the play is not over with. Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Keep on moving. Uh, the third thing is take care of your body, man. I was I was a big proponent of, uh, uh, you know, chiropractor, massage, you know, guru. Uh, you know, they don't have a classification, but they can do something, man. Body work. Uh, I was in for it all, man. I did it uh, multiple times all week long, and I think that's a big part of it. Alan, considering what are you weighing right now? What do you weigh right now? 230. And the, and the most you weighed playing was what? About 320, 325. So do you think, if you just weren't a football player, what do you think your weight would be if you were just an accountant from, a, you know, Schenectady? So I've never been this size in my life. Never. I've never been. it. So I probably would not be this size. Um, but, uh, you know, I probably would have been somewhere near what I was uh uh, you know, I was always the big kid, you know, uh, uh, it became a little harder to, uh, maintain the weight, you know, cause you go through college and whatnot. You start learning, Oh, I don't need to go to McDonald's and you start eating a little more grilled chicken. And so you got to eat more to maintain the weight. And, um, so just kind of, that's the progression, I guess. And so there's been a little bit of a trend lately for offensive linemen who are really big guys all of a sudden retire and then start to really, you know, like Jeff Saturday's walking around in a, in a meat suit a lot. I see him, he's wearing a Speedo. He thinks he's like, you know, Eric Estrada from Chips. That's yeah. probably Saturday right there coming to tell me to, this interview has really, this interview is yeah. over. But do you think you're part of the kind of the leader of the pack in these linemen kind of starting to, as opposed to going to 400 and 450 and blowing up? I like to think I started it. <laughs> I don't know if I am or not, but, uh, you know, it definitely did seem to, uh, to hit really quick, man. It was, uh, 
you know, you definitely see a, a lot of guys, uh, Burke and, and, and other guys. And, uh, you know, hey, we always said, you know, you're in the huddle goofing off in between uh, commercial breaks and stuff. And, uh, you know, hey, at the, at, the, at the reunion, the offensive linemen are the only ones that have a chance of looking better. We gain weight. We still look the same. Right. <laughs> All the skinny guys, the running backs and the receivers, they got to work. They got to work their tail off to maintain looking that good. And chances are they're probably all going to put on at least 20 or 30. So uh, yeah. we got the best chance of looking better than we are at that point. There's a lot of running backs and receivers that come in and they look like linemen at the uh, at the 10 year reunion. Football season is here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Football season is here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Let's talk about some of your former teammates, Alan. Let's talk about Jerome Bettis. Um, he oftentimes was kind of looked at as like a lineman with a ball. What was he like to play with? Jerome was great, man. He was, uh, uh, you know, he was one of the guys, you know, he wasn't going to dance around you too much uh, as a running back. And, uh, you know, he was going to he was going to hit you and, and run over you and fall forward for a couple more yards. And, uh, you know, as, as an offensive lineman, that's out there grinding it and uh, ready to go. Uh, when you see a guy that's running the ball and he's playing the game just like you're doing it, um, you know, you can't help but just fight for that guy and, uh, uh, you know, give it your all and play hard, man. But it, it was fun playing with Jerome, man. He was fun, funny guy, great player great teammate and uh, man he was just able to do some amazing things uh, out there and at a you know bigger than uh, bigger than the rest of the running backs and uh, still able to be out there and have some uh, some sweet feet and uh, uh, do some good things you seldom find a, a hall of fame running back without some serious hall of fame quality guys up front and uh, I know Jerome's a guy that like to spread the attention was it was it frustrating ever for you as a lineman not getting the the attention that you deserve, even though the, you know, the team's winning and, and yards are being rushed for and it's, and Ben's being protected, but the O-line doesn't ever get, you know, the front page material, so to speak. I think you might be fine. Uh, you might be hard pressed to find a lineman that uh, says that's uh, true, man. Cause it's, it's like in our DNA at some point in high school, our DNA just clicks, man. And it doesn't matter anymore. Um, you know, you go out there, you do your thing and, you know, generally O-line starts getting attention after, you know, hey, like it's, you know, uh, take the Steelers, right? They're, it's week seven. They're 7-0, right? Oh, wait, the O-line's good now. Hold on, let's start <laughs> talking about those guys. Yeah, uh, they've been doing it all along, and they don't care. Now, don't come don't come to my locker today for the interview, right? Like, I'm good. Don't come today. Uh, so, uh, no, man, it's all about the uh, – for, for most offensive linemen, it's, it's all about – 
it's, it's a group thing. And, and you know what, man, we accept the blame. I think generally most, most guys, you know, accept the blame and, you know, that, that was my fault. That was my sack. That wasn't uh, the QB's fault. And, uh, you know, try and try and own up to it as a, as a group. Would you say that's the tightest group within a football, within a locker room? The O-line spends a lot of time together. They're pretty, pretty good pals. I mean, yeah. I mean, we kind of walk around like a herd, right? Like, you know, there's like there's eight or nine guys, right? And we just kind of move around in a group, and you know, we move in on the food and on the trough, and you know, we just kind of move around the, the facility and the and the practice field like that, man. So I think uh, 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 probably O and D line, you know, but uh, definitely O line, man. We're, we're definitely a tight knit group. And then in your days, Alan, do you who do you remember going up against that was particularly like? You didn't you didn't sleep very well on Saturday night knowing you got to block this guy. Uh, so I, I always preface this, this answer with uh, I, I don't I don't like to give him credit uh, just because we had some very <laughs> good battles and uh, he'd probably get a kick out of knowing that if you ever heard me say that. Uh, but uh, Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp, man, he uh, everything we do about playing offensive line is uh, it was about ritual and. Uh, uh, being repetitive, do the same thing, right? Become, become excellent at, at your task, at what you do, and just be able to keep doing it and keep doing it, go through the same routine. Uh, a lot of it is, right? But uh, when you came up against uh, Warren, you know, you got, you're, playing, you're playing the Bucks on, on, uh, on, on Sunday, and all of a sudden it's uh, Wednesday in your practice. You can't go about your normal business because he's going to make you look silly on Sunday. So, uh, you know, I always pulled my, my scout team guy aside and was like, look, man, you're going to have to earn your money this week. We got to work. I need you to do this. I don't care about what you're working on. I need you to do this. I need you to uh, line up a little bit off sides because you're too slow. Uh, and it's going to be a work week. And that's generally, um, uh, you know, it was a hard week of work to get ready to prepare for him. And he, he made you do that just because he played the position so different. I always heard a story, and I don't know if this is true or not, but that Warren – you know, he liked to get really gross and smelly before game. Like he kind of quit showering like on Wednesday and maybe would even, you know, just, you know, just try to smell it where you wanted no part of it. Like you're blocking him going, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. I mean, just maybe even peeing his pants before game just to be kind of gross. I don't know. If I, have you ever heard that story? I've, I've heard that. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Warren, I don't have the... I, I think I heard it. I never put any, uh, any, any, any thought behind it, man. Because, you know, maybe, maybe I smelled so bad it didn't, it didn't, uh, didn't affect me. I, didn't, I never picked up on it. Probably weren't eating enough Mediterranean soup back then to be oozing out all the vitamin A. You know, that's right. I read where uh, Mediterranean soup has a ton of vitamin A. I didn't know what vitamin A was really good for. It's called really? retinoid. If you really want to sound smart, just say, I'm trying to up my retinoid intake. That's vitamin right. A. Uh, you know, I've failed chemistry too <laughs> but it's good for eyesight your immunity immune system and cell growth which i mean we're all looking for that right yeah everybody needs some of that right and then in practice i guess you get you went against james harris james harrison a little bit certainly i mean i saw the other day he was like bench pressing 525 pounds at the age of you know 40 something no yeah. spotter he needs to stop. He, he's a he's a scary, scary human being to me. I'm just generally frightened of him. Yeah. What was what was he like as a teammate? Oh man, you know uh, when he first got there, you know a lot of guys didn't know how to take him a little bit, and uh, uh, then he uh, you know started rubbing off on guys. You know he's got a little different demeanor about himself, but uh, 
It's a great guy, man. The, the one of the best, uh, you know, everybody loves to talk about James and his strength and uh, uh, one of the best uh, sequences of it that I've ever seen was uh, we're in Cleveland and one of these guys runs down on the field and he's running laps around the field and uh, avoiding the, uh, the police and security. And uh, he comes just close enough to the sideline and uh, James takes two quick steps out and grabs him by like his waist and his shirt and literally picks him up and body slams him all in like one smooth motion. And my man was, you know, he was evading the police, but he really shouldn't have been. You know, I mean, he was definitely north of 230 in like a five foot eight frame. And uh, he just, I mean, he just snatched him and threw him to the ground. Like it was no effort. Like he was just picking up a five pound thing of potatoes at Whole Foods. Uh, yeah, I wonder. You think, and I know you've run a marathon. Do you see James ever running a marathon? <laughs> no, no, James not running a marathon. Not unless he can like drag like a, a medicine ball or a dumbbell behind him the whole way. I li- the idea that you ran a marathon is pretty amazing. I mean, on my list of things I don't want to do besides eat more Mediterranean soup is get in a fist fight with James Harrison and run a marathon. Um, was that one of the harder things you ever had to do? You know, it was fun. It was, um, I was only going to run a half marathon. I was like, yeah, my wife had just run a half marathon in uh, Las Vegas. And I went and she would try and get me to run. And I was like, man, I'm done. I just, we, I just retired. And I was like, I was like, no, I've did everything. I've done all my running. I'm done with my running days. Uh, and then near the end, she kind of got me going on some of her shorter runs with her. And I, I kind of liked it. And then, uh, so I kept it up with her afterwards. And, um, you know, one, there was one week she, she wasn't feeling well and didn't go. And I went up on my, by myself and I just took a left instead of a right. And I had to go all the way around city park in new Orleans instead of like cutting through halfway. And I was like, and it was, a, it was a beast and it was a little competitive. And I was like, all right, I like this. I, I got into it. But, uh, so I was going to run the half and I go up to Pittsburgh to catch a game and then, uh, down on the sideline talking with the training staff and uh, a lot of those guys ran and did triathlons and stuff. So, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, I'm training to run a half marathon. And they're like, really? They're all pumped and excited. And they go, uh, you know, well, how far was your long run? And I said, well, actually I ran, I think it was eight or nine miles, like two or three days before. And they were like, oh, you got this. Oh, it's going to be easy. You're going to have a blast. And I'm like, I'm sitting there in my mind. I never told them this, but I'm like, you're calling me out. Like, I'm supposed to be doing more than that. I wasn't looking for something easy. So I immediately went home and started running for training for the full. But uh, those last like uh, four or five miles of it were definitely, um, you got to go to a different place. It's not a happy yeah. place, but it's definitely just a leave me alone uh, a place. I was, uh, I was running and then, so I had a, a buddy that could easily run, uh, was running with me that helped me train. And so the last couple of months is like, all right, we're going to run from like water station to water station. And then you can like walk through the water station, but then you got to go again. That was like my, my little breather. It's like, all right, cool. That's good. So we're doing that like mile, like 20, 21, 22. Then all of a sudden we hit like this little homemade stand. Like these people brought out like a pop-up stand, right? And they're like serving, there's like beer and shots on one side. And then there's like water and bananas on the other side. And uh, I stopped. I was like, man, this is an official water stand to me right now. I'm going to walk like <laughs> eight feet of this table. <laughs> and uh, he, he like hit, a, he hit, he hit the brakes and turned around. I was like, man, this one counts. 
Yeah. I mean, and what did you wear? I, I've heard that you've run so much, you have to put like tape on your nipples. Otherwise, they start bleeding. Because that's, I'm wearing them right now just because mine bleeds <laughs> normally. But I didn't know if that was what part of the deal for a marathon. Uh, you know, a lot of people it is. I I, I did not uh, have that <laughs> issue, uh, luckily. But uh, definitely, I have, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. And it's not a good look when you got like the uh, white running shirt on. All right, people, we're brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. See, it's not just about the daily promos, odd boosts, or the hundreds of ways to wager. It's about the immortal words of Caesar himself. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Every bet you place on the app, no matter the outcome, earns towards exclusive perks at Caesar's rewards destinations everywhere. Hotel stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. Download the Caesar Caesars Sportsbook app, become a Caesars Rewards member today and get more with every wager. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. In the spirit of soup and wedding, you know, wedding, soup, wedding, um, did you serve soup at your wedding? You remember? Um, I don't think there was soup at the wedding. Who was your best man at the wedding? I actually had three of them. I had like three best buddies and uh, uh, it was uh, Matt Lee and Rusty. And then the, so they all stood in the line and then, you know, the guy furthest away passed the ring and they got it up to me. Would you say you had a Mediterranean wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know there was not one thing Mediterranean. I don't, even, I don't know if we invited any Mediterranean people. I, it was zero Mediterranean happening at our wedding. You're getting back at him right now. All the Mediterranean people that you dissed from the wedding are now loving Alan Fanica. And uh, did it go as planned? Did it, all weddings, you know, are a disaster at the end of the day. Did you have any, any some, a few hiccups? Oh, yeah, we did have a hiccup. So, uh, so we're in the back room in the church and, uh, you know, ready to go out there. One of this uh, lady that's uh, kind of the church's... Uh, facilitator, wedding manager, event, you know, right. he comes running into the room. I'm like literally like walking to the door to walk out. And uh, as she comes running in the door, she bursts open. She goes, whatever you do, don't kneel down on the altar, the little altar. We got married in a Catholic church. They put the little altar up there. She goes, it just completely fell apart. <laughs> She's telling 325, Alan, this, and like, don't, don't lean on it, kneel on it, don't touch anything. So I'm up there, you know, I mean, it's not a short uh, ceremony and you're up there and don't lean on it. I can't lean on it. I'm I'm sweating. I'm a sweater anyway, man. And so you're like, you're up there. The last thing you want to do is just for this thing to just like shatter completely. And, uh, you know, you're up there in front of everybody. But uh, were you a guy like I saw Willie Rowe for the day. He, he carries a towel with him because he's always sweating. Did you have a kind of have a a towel with you at all times back in old Allen days? No, no, it was never that bad, but, uh, I probably should <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah, I, I probably, I probably should. I, I probably got some friends that are watching this that are chiming in. Like, yes, you really should have. been. <laughs> and, uh, I you know, it's always interesting to talk to these, there's such a, sometimes such an urgency for these great college players who want to hurry up and get to the NFL. And uh, while while that's great, and I get that it's, you know it's a business move. Can you touch on how much more fun college football was than pro, or it was pro more fun? It just seems like 
the element of college football is so, I mean, high school football is obviously great, but even at the college level, it's still, it's still so fun on Saturday night to have all the students there and everybody rooting you on after a big win, as opposed to Sunday night when it's kind of, a, it's kind of a business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, uh, like you said, high school is great too. Right. But it's almost like high school on steroids a little bit. Right. I mean, uh, you know, you got your buddies in your high school and then, you know, so you, you know, you might be lucky to have 10,000, right? That'd be, that'd be a really big high school oh, game. Right. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're going from that to, you know, 80 plus thousand people. Uh, you know, you're playing the game with your boys. You're all living in the dorms or at least back then, you know, most of, most everybody was, you know, where you're living in houses together. Uh, it's just a different, uh, it's a different meaning, uh, you know, when you're, when you're with that. And then all of a sudden you go to the pros and, uh you know, you make friends, you make buddies and all that. But, you know, it's just different, you know. Yeah, I come from Louisiana. You come from California. Yeah, everybody's come from different parts of the world, and you're just kind of thrown into the into the pot. Um, so it is different. And there's definitely a, a, a mentality of uh, getting your work done. And, you know, not everybody is uh, a starter there, right? So everybody's happy in college. You know, they might not be happy they're not playing as much. But, you know, there's definitely definitely guys in the NFL, man, they're like – they're, they're fighting and trying to improve their craft and it's not really, you know, probably not as fun for them. And that's, uh, that's the reality of it. It's a job. Cause you read about now, you know, Trevor Lawrence, there's some speculation that maybe he won't go pro and be the first pick of the draft. He really likes being at Clemson. He likes playing college football and people, you see that in the media, they go, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but there is something, it's something a little more, um, it's fraternal. It's fun. And uh, I remember, Alan, the first time I ever met you, I don't know if you know this, remember this, but we met at the Playboy All-American team. Peyton, somehow, I think my dad was like a 25th year anniversary. He was a Playboy All-American, so I got somehow, I was, you know, my dad's wingman, but out in Arizona, you remember, do you remember that trip? I do remember that trip. I remember, I was like, how are they, how are we, how are we here? How are they allowed to pay for all this stuff? I was like, I don't know, man, let's just have fun. <laughs> I, I remember a couple of linemen, they were there with you. Benji Olsen, one more. He sat in that swimming pool all day and drank 200 beers. And I've never seen a guy get that sunburned out in Arizona in a pool. I mean, he was and, you know, just swimsuit up, just cooked. That it was, was a hell of a trip. That was a hell of a trip. Randy Moss was on that trip. We had some studs. Kevin Falk. Some yeah. really, some players that went on and did a long time. Well, fast forward. From the Playboy All-American team to Soup with Coop, you've come a long way, my friend. And after eating half a bowl of that, can you rank between one and a thousand? How's that Mediterranean wedding soup grading out to? One thousand, man. I'm, I'm going to go, let's go uh, 875. That's a pretty good score. Yeah, why not? Pretty good score. What about your soup? I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go 500, 50, 50, 50, 50. Okay. All right. Well, Alan, I cannot thank you enough for uh, joining me on soup with coop. It is a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you finish more marathons, half marathons, triathlons. Um, you know, what are, what are those things that dirty, what do those guys do? The, uh, the dirty, they, they run for like 96 hours and a, a, a no, dirty no. mutter. No, 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 I'm not in no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with the soup. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. It's been a pleasure. Anytime. Good time, Coop. Cool.